Butthole must fart. Is it a fly's fart? They have to, right? Flies take shits. Anything that can take a shit has to fart, right? Snake fart. <laughs> that sounds like a good name for a band. Snake fart. <laughs> ah, shit! Did you hear the new snake fart song? Tight! Tight! <laughs> what does a, a, a snake fart sound like? Ah, <laughs> uh, stupid. Uh, hey everybody, it's me, a is always uh, nobody. <laughs> ah, ah, I, ha I had a post yesterday about how my new favorite thing is just uh, coming home, putting on my pajamas and bathrobe and not even giving a shit that it's like five o'clock in the afternoon. I do it quicker. It's usually if I get home, I get home at like three. I'll fucking go take a shower and then put it on the day's over baby i'm not going out i'm staying at home i'm all kinds of comfy wearing my zubaz and my flannel bathrobe i never thought i would be a bathrobe guy but uh with the pandemic and all the fucking lunacy that's been happening and being unemployed for five months it uh it just kind of struck me. I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I should just get a bathrobe and call it good. And I did. And I can't lie, I love this fucking thing. I will say the two greatest purchases that I made during the Rona, during the pandemic, were the bathrobe and the hot water heater. Hot water heater was phenomenal. The other one was a good 20 years old or whatever, and it was just time for it to go. And uh, the new hot water heater is magnificent. I don't know if you guys have purchased anything good during the Rona. Hopefully you did. Hopefully it was something uh, useful or fun or whatever. And there you go. Hopefully something good has come out of this fucking shit. In these uncertain times, hopefully something good came out. As I'm, I'm working, I work, uh, for those who are unaware, maybe th if this is your first time ever listening to this podcast, please remember that it's constant swearing and occasionally funny. Occasionally funny. Not very funny often, Occasionally, honey. But uh, I, I, I deliver Coca-Cola for a living. Not much longer. 
And uh, so I'm in grocery stores the majority of the day, and a good portion of the time I'm in Meyer, a fucking super mega store. And uh, so you're just, you know, they, they're playing their canned music. A lot of Billy Joel. <laughs> How sad is it that songs that I loved as a child or a young adult are now fucking background noise in grocery stores. But every once in a while it stops and it's like, uh, in these uncertain times, we would like you to know that Meyer has your safety uh, in, in hand. We close our store so that we can deep clean it overnight. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. They close. I'll just say, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know what the fuck they're doing to, to deep clean. You can say it. But when I leave the store in the afternoon and I come back at first thing at six in the morning and I see some shit that hasn't fucking changed, some things that were out of place, some things that were askew, it leads me to believe that People are not that observant or things aren't getting deep clean like Meyer says. Don't trust fucking anybody when it comes to shit like that. Take precautions in your own hand. You know, whether it's uh, you have the hand sanitizer or you use the, the fucking cleaning wipes that they give you to wipe down your cart. If any of that shit concerns you, you'd fucking do it. If they're like, hey, these carts are clean. Fuck them and fuck their mom. That's what I'm telling you. Don't trust them. Do not trust them. They're fucking cocks. They don't give a fuck about you. So uh, I'm at Coke. And uh, like I said, I won't be there a whole lot longer. It's Thursday. I put my two-week notice in on Tuesday. On Tuesday. I will gladly quit my job on Tuesday for a hamburger today. Uh, so two days later, someone finally comes to talk to me about the resignation. I had not received an email. I had not received a text. I had talked about this on the Patreon last night. Nothing. Two days. Nothing. Crazy, right? You hand in your resignation, you would figure someone would be like, oh, you know, even if they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself, don't come back, something. Nope, not till today. I'm at a store, I'm stocking shelves, and a guy who's a supervisor comes in and we're talking, he's like, oh, you know, I got your text, I and I texted him because he is seemingly the only one who, uh, he is the only one that I've talked to. Out in the fucking field or whatever. And uh, so I texted him. I was like, hey, I don't know who I'm supposed to tell, but I'm quitting. Here's my two-week notice. And then I still had the email from the fucking HR guy, too. And I sent him essentially the same message going, hey, I don't know who needs to know this shit because nobody tells me who's in charge of me. But I'm done with you motherfuckers. Now lick my balls and eat my butthole.
<laughs> Smell my snake farts. <laughs> but uh, so he's talking to me and he's he's popping me for answers. Like he wants to know where I'm going and stuff. And I to so I told him I said. He was like, why, why, can I ask why you're quitting? I was like, well, I, I got another job. I got offered a job. And he's like, where? I'm like, ah, you know, warehouse job. That's what I'm doing. And then, and he's like, does it pay more? And I was like, yes. I mean, not a ton more, but it does pay more. And he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, you can stay here. You can work in the warehouse and coke. You make more money that way. And I'm just staring at him like, I guess I don't know, but uh, the the main problem, what precipitated it, was the fact, and I told him this. I said the lack of communication between you guys and me is fucking abysmal, and I I told him that. I said I on more than one occasion, you guys have changed my route without telling me. And to me, that is an indicator of other things happening. Like, it just didn't happen once. And, it, and, it, and I'm not going to lie, everybody. Um, if I had just even gotten a little bit of an apology, a little bit of remorse from their end about the mistakes, because they're fucking all kinds of goddamn weird about needing to be timely. Which is eat my eat my balls and lick my asshole. Ne never once did anyone apologize. It was always like, oh, it was an oversight. Someone forgot. We do I don't know how it happened. It's that it's never like, oh, I'm sorry that happened. It must suck that we send you someplace. And then you're supposed to be somewhere else that's a good 30 minutes plus away. And it, again, like I said, it's not, it didn't happen just once. It happened like three or four times. And this is within the space. I've only been there like a month. How does that happen? And then he's tried to fucking show me shit that he's got to do on his emails about people changing their fucking uh, routes or whatever. I'm like, I don't care, man. That's your job. Your job sucks. And it's that's not my fault. Just fuck. And I told him to. I don't care that you change my routes. I don't. I 100% don't. You just need to fucking tell me when and where I'm supposed to go. And you guys don't. And he's, he's trying to sweet talk me. And then I tell him about all my problems with the, the phone and the app and, and everything about the clocking in and out. And he tried to fucking put it on me. He said, eh, it's got to be user error. No, no, not every fucking day. Every fucking day there's problems. And I call and I talk with them about it. And I say, this is what's happening. And then they got to walk me through it because the app doesn't fucking work. And I, it stunned me when he tried to put it back on me. How are you supposed to be sweet talking me when uh, you're accusing me of not being able to use this dumb app? And if it, all right, and, and let's say, let's say, let's say 
that it is me. Let's say it is me. How shitty of an app is it that for like fucking two, three weeks, it hasn't fucking worked and it's not easy to figure out because clearly I'm not, I'm an old fucking man and I can't get it. How shitty of an app is that? These fucking idiots. It's just so weird. He's like, you know, he's like, you're a good employee and you're getting it and we'd, we'd like to have you stay. And in the back of my brain, I'm like going, I don't know if that's a compliment either that I fucking know how to put goddamn sugar water on the shelves. I show up on time. I don't fuck around. I do my work. And I get and I get the hell out of there. That's all I want to do. And all I want you fuckers to do is not give me fucking problems. And that's all you fucking do. Very frustrating. Very, very frustrating. And uh, well, it won't be my problem, though. The, March 9th is it. It's over. I'm done. Um, no more a Coca-Cola for me. For me! So, one thing, too that he told me and then we get we do these dumb zoom meetings every thursday from like noon to 12 30 usually they go longer and they are the dumbest things of all time i hate them so much i've only seen like three or four of them and i hate them so much and it's uh because they don't tell anything it's like ah safety issues the coronavirus learn to stretch and then they take pictures of a display and they're like, what's wrong with this display? And I always want to tell them, listen, you dumb motherfuckers. Uh, here's the thing with displays. I've said this before on the podcast. I can make a display and walk away for five minutes and come back and it can be fucking destroyed. Because people come and they take what they want. They do what they want. They move things around. Uh, different products from different companies can end up on your display. It all fucking depends on the time. Just get, get off my fucking back about goddamn displays. What's wrong with this display? You gotta go with the flow. Red, black, silver, green. Eat my assholes. So dumb. And now, and now, the higher ups at coca-cola i don't know if it's coca-cola in general or just uh the the organization the merchandising delivery company that i work for has made the real dumb decision that there can only be one employee of the company in a store at any time how dumb is that because what that means, everybody, is uh, if I'm in the store, nobody else from Coke can come in the store when I'm there merchandising. So when the when my boss is telling me this, he's like, I shouldn't be in here right now with you. And I said, this is dumb. And uh, it's all a corona thing. And I'm just like, 
everybody's got a mask on. I'm not touching anybody. We're all like six feet apart, whatever. It's dumb. Sometimes you need to be around your coworkers. Sometimes you might get behind in, in your work and so someone needs to come and give you some assistance. Not anymore. I feel bad for any new person coming in right now, right now, to learn how to do the job because you can't, there's no on-the-job training anymore with this stupid fucking decision. And uh, you'll have to watch everything on a video, I guess. And then they'll just send you out into the fucking fray, in, throw you into the fire. That's just so dumb. And I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You've just made everything so much more difficult by saying... It's not even like there's more than two of us ever normally. There's two of us. Tops. Oh, it's unfucking real So they're saying, like, if I'm at the store... And the second shift guy comes in. The second shift guy cannot come in until I leave the store. How dumb is that? And again, it's I told my boss, I said, it's as if the higher-ups have forgotten what the job is. If anybody feels uncomfortable about being around other people, first of all, they shouldn't have the fucking job because you're walking in and out of grocery stores. The one place that has never shut down the entire fucking time of this pandemic. So dumb. But, like I said, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I took another job. It was funny, too, how he kind of was shitting on the other company. Every company is going to shit talk another company because I got a buddy who works over at the one that I will soon be working for and he was shit talking Coke. <laughs> Whatever. Although today, today, I got an email from somebody, a, a potential employee, employer for a delivery position. And uh, I was like, oh, because oh. I cannot lie, everybody. Fuck me. Fuck me. I, if I could just fucking drive, it'd be the best. So uh, I, I told this guy I would, I would talk with him. I, I would do a phone interview with him. And we will see what happens, if anything. Because, the, the, fuck, even the other job, the one that I took, the, the lady was like, yeah, if you change your mind, just let us know. With, again, uh, there's red flags all over the fucking place with this job. So, uh, whatever. We'll, <clears throat> we'll see what the fuck happens. We'll see. Uh, but I'm just, uh, I'm going to be very grateful for just not being there. It's funny today, too. After I expressed to him my frustration with not being told about uh, the the jobs, the the routes being changed, I get I get an email today from another boss. 
a tax actually was a tax and he's like hey Stu, uh <clears throat> we've changed your route for tomorrow um and they actually they took one away they took a stop away from me tomorrow so I had indicated on the Patreon I would not have been shocked if the company had told me to go fuck myself and uh, not work anymore. So they haven't done that, but instead they're going to fucking take shit away from me. And that was a problem too. One day they just took a day away from me. They're like, yeah, hey, you know, whatever. We're going to take the day away from you. And, and I told them when I interviewed with them originally, I'm like, I, you know, I need to get my hours. You guys are relatively pandemic proof, I would have thought. And apparently not. Apparently fucking even Coca-Cola is not pandemic proof. And they took a fucking day away from me. And I cannot afford to have them, to have anybody fucking take time away from me. Shit. I mean, if I, if, if I fucking was guaranteed to get paid the same thing. Take all the days away from me. I don't give a shit. I'll work one day a week as long as I'm getting paid the same. But if you take the day away from me, I'm losing money. And, uh, you know, I mean, that was the same thing uh, when I was working at Dippin' Dots. Of like, you know, I could have worked, but, you know, I'm working 20 hours a week or whatever. And I'm like, it doesn't fucking make sense for me to do that. I cannot afford to work. Like, it essentially becomes a part-time job. Who needs that shit? So we'll see. Fuck him. Fuck him in the butthole. It was funny too, though. The boss was, he said he was kind of worried, but I said, I'm not going to fuck you over. I mean, that's why I said, I gave you the two weeks because I don't even fucking know what the protocol is anymore. He's like, well, a lot of people like will call an hour before they start to work and then they just tell me they quit. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. I did it. I more or less did it to the blood center, but I did it to the blood center because um, I was still in training and I had zero desire to go back. I had zero desire to fucking do anything with those people. So I'm like, why continue with the training if I'm just going to leave? And so I told them that. I said, eh, I'm not going to keep going with the training. Uh, lick my dick and suck my butthole. Smell my snake farts. So there we go. There we go. No real, uh, no real stories, stories about work today. Other than there was a bitch at the one grocery store, an employee who worked there was just incredibly fucking crabby. And I, I've mentioned this before, but the, the back lots of grocery stores, the warehouse part is very small. You have very limited space. And so I'm in there and I'm trying to get my stuff and this dumb bitch has all of these carts in front of my stuff. And so I'm trying to move the carts because I got a pallet and I got to put it back where it's supposed to go. And so I'm trying to move her carts and she's being bitchy to me about moving the carts. And I told her, you kind of have given me no choice. I was like, man, I wanted to be like, has anyone ever called you a cunt? And I, w I wish I had taken a picture of her because she had a fucking Karen haircut. She had a, I need to talk to the manager haircut. And I'm like, ugh, why do, why do we, why do people need to be around other people? I hate it. 
because uh, for the most part, I don't like people. I think uh, long listeners of this podcast will be like, yep, Stu hates people. The sad thing, though, is everybody, unfortunately, human beings are social creatures, and we have this innate desire to have connection and communication with other people. And if you don't have it, you get a certain level of depression or anxiety. And uh, I'll admit it, that does happen to me. And I, But I fucking hate it because I always end up being around douchebags and assholes. Surround yourself with good people if you can, everybody. Do that. I don't know how you... How do you do that? Give me your secrets. Tell me how you should, whether it's uh, hobbies. I'm assuming that's what it is, right? You have a hobby. This is what I like to do, and other people like to do it. So we have this common bond. And then maybe you figure out if they're cool beyond that or not. I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't fucking know. I don't know. But she just irked me. And it's it's going to be one of those things of like on the, my last day there, if someone says something stupid to me or does something stupid, I'll just be like, go fuck yourself. Jesus Christ, you work at a grocery store. Fuck off. You're not even the manager of the grocery store. Fuck off. Bunch of fuckers. A bunch of motherfuckers. A bunch of motherfuckers. I got a, a weird postcard in the mail today. And it actually, they actually used real stamps on it, which is weird. It was, it was the one is of uh, the comic strip Nancy and Sluggo. Do you guys remember that old shit fucking cartoon, Nancy and Sluggo? It's Nancy and Sluggo eating ice cream for 32 cents. And then there was another one of Louisiana. A four-cent stamp from Louisiana. It's got the old fucking steamboat on it. Weird. So it's like, oh, someone actually did this. And it came from the Michigan Voter Project, which I have no idea what that is. And it's addressed to me. And so I look at the back, and it says, Dear Stewart, please join us in thanking and recognizing the 21 voters on your block who took time to vote last November. It was most it was most important election of our time. So Jesus, they didn't even fucking proofread. It should have said it was the most, but it was it was most important election of our time and the largest turnout in Michigan history. But we can't take democracy for granted. Next election, with your help, we can do even better. And then it has the name and addresses of everyone on my block who fucking voted. So it's got my name and Jamie's name on this fucking uh, postcard with our address. And I just think that's fucking weird as shit. Why are they sending it to me? Like, I get, like, you can send this to me I go, hey, thank you for voting, but why are you giving me the names and addresses of the fucking people who 
live on the street. I don't get it. It seems like an incredible uh, invasion of privacy. Like, I don't want my neighbors knowing who the fuck I am. I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. There's definitely a lot of fucking people in some of these homes. There's uh, four people who live at 1524. There's four people who live at 1544. This is all fucking the even side people, too. It doesn't have any of the odd numbers. Huh. Weird. I don't like it, but I'm going to have to get a hold of the Michigan Voter Project and tell them to fuck off. They're based in Lansing. Have any of you guys ever received this? Do, for any of you people who live in Michigan, did you receive a postcard like this? It's a little disturbing. Again, I don't like the fact, like it has my three names on too. It's got my middle name in there too. I don't like it. Whatever. All right. And I got a fucking letter today, too, from the government talking about my second stimulus package, which I received months ago. I Why are we getting these things now? Dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's fucking dumb. You know what else is dumb? I saw this article, and then a listener, Scott McKay, sent it to me as well. And I was just like, are you guys shitting me? Are you shitting me? There's a toy that's been around for 70 years. Clearly it's done very well. It's recognizable. Uh, a lot of people had one. Although I know I never had one. I always enjoyed going to someone else's house when they had it. Uh, it's been in the movie Toy Story as well. You guys all know what I'm talking about, probably. I'm talking about good old Mr. Potato Head. They got Mr. Potato Head. There's Mrs. Potato Head. It's fucking great, right? It's, you know, it's got, uh, you know, it's a potato that you can put in, you know, different eyes, uh, different hat, different nose, different lips. It's got accessories. You know, you used to have a pipe, but it got rid of that. They don't want people smoking. You know, it's got all fucking shit like that. Uh, and like I said, it's been around for 70 years, a lot longer than me. And uh, the makers of this company, uh, Hasbro, said, uh, well, fuck this shit. Potatoes don't have genders. We're getting rid of uh, the mister. We're getting rid of the missus. For now and forever, it will only be known as Potato Head. What? What? What, what, what? What, what, what? Uh, Hasbro clarified in a tweet that Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head characters will still exist, names and all, but the branding on the box will say Potato Head. It's a potato, said Ali Mizerjewski, editor-in-chief of Toy Review site The Toy Insider, but kids like to see themselves in the toys they are playing with. 
Yeah. So who, who gives a shit though, right? Dropping the mister from its brand could encourage other companies to stop assigning genders to its toys. What's wrong? Can I ask you guys, what's wrong with assigning a gender to a toy? Right? Like a Ken doll, a Barbie, uh, soldiers, whatever. Who get, You know, those little green soldiers. Who gives a shit? Barbie, I did not know this, Barbie maker Mattel released a general neutral doll line in 2019. Glad, an LB, LGBTQ advocacy group, applauded the more inclusive potato playset. Hasbro's helping kids to sim simply see toys as toys. Wasn't a Mr. Potato Head a fucking toy? Which encourages them to be their authentic selves outside of the pressures of traditional gender norms, said Rich Ferraro. Rich sounds like a fucking blast. Rich sounds like a fucking woke motherfucker. It's a goddamn potato head. You keep the accessories in the butthole of the potato. What does a potato fart smell like? Heaven. <laughs> it smells like french fries, motherfucker. It just seems dumb. I think we've taken things too far. How about you have a Mr. Potato Head, you have a Mrs. Potato Head, and then you just have Potato Head. Right? Is Potato Head like Bucket Head? Who gives a shit? God damn it. Why? 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 Today was the first day, everybody, that I ate at McDonald's in forever. And uh, I wasn't going to bring it up, but the, this potato talk reminded me that I fucking stopped at McDonald's. Because McDonald's, I will always say this, McDonald's has the best fast food fries. Just does. Although they seemed a whole lot thinner. Today, I like I said, I haven't eaten McDonald's in forever. The fries seemed, uh, they weren't quite as thick or big, or whatever. So I, st I stopped there because I read an article today. McDonald's is entering into the chicken war, fast food restaurant fray. And they got three new chicken sandwiches, and the, this guy wrote an article on them, and he said, uh, they were pretty good. So I'm like, all right, I'm still eating chicken. I'll go to McDonald's. And I went to McDonald's and I ordered the uh, the spicy classic chicken. I think that's what it was called. And it was okay. It was a little sloppy. It's got like this the Big Mac secret sauce on it. It's got a tomato and a pickle. And it, things just kind of slide off. And uh, it was spicy. It was a lot spicier than I would have thought, too. It was okay. The combo, though, cost me. I got a large combo. It was, like, almost 10 bucks. It was, like, nine fifty three or something like that. I'm like, to me, that, that seemed a little pricey. Did McDonald's have, like, the $5 combo value meal? Apparently not. Or not anymore. At least the spicy chicken is not a part of that. Would I go back for it? Nah. Would I eat it again? Sure. 
I would not go out on my way for the spicy chicken sandwich. Let me know if you guys have eaten at McDonald's and have tried one of the new chicken sandwiches they got. They got the three of them. But 10 bucks just seemed like a lot. Am I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? You go to Subway and get a Subway combo meal for less. But anyway, fuck Hasbro. I want my potato head to fucking have a gender. <laughs> I, my potatoes deserve to have genders. My potato deserves to have a spud. Whatever. What? I mean, do you have kids? Do any of you have kids? And is this an issue for you and any of your kids? And I will say this too. Even if your kid uh, is struggling with their gender identity, I can't imagine being like a young child under the age of 10 and you're struggling with your gender identity. I just, it's, it's, I acknowledge, woo, Excuse me. I acknowledge that it's there. I just struggle with it internally. I am not denying that a person may feel this way. I just struggle with it. With how can that be? Whatever. 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 Speaking of gender... Uh, good old Chelsea Handler likes to stay relevant. And uh, the only way she seemingly stays relevant is by taking off her clothes. This middle-aged woman uh, seems to be made out of Teflon because clothes just slide right off her. That's the only time she's ever in the fucking news nowadays is when she's fucking naked i'm like what kind of comedian are you an unfunny one because you're only getting goddamn any kind of pub because you're fucking naked so she just turned 46 and uh, i'm not gonna lie i don't believe that she's 46 i think she's older but apparently right now she is uh living in canada in canada Working on a project of some kind. God knows what the fuck kind of project she's working on that she needs to be in Canada. But apparently she uh, went skiing and took off all of her clothes other than her uh, bikini bottoms. And she wore uh, pasties over her tatas. She had to cover, cover up her nipples. And she went skiing down the mountain carrying a Canadian flag. A Canadian flag, don't you know? And an American flag. She, she The video is on her Instagram if you give a shit and you want to see it. Whatever. She writes, it's important to stay hydrated as well as relaxed. And it's also important to celebrate your body no matter what age or size. This is 46, and as I transition into a mountain woman, I want to give a big shout out to the two countries I have the strongest ties to. Who fucking gives a shit, Chelsea? I met Chelsea many, many years ago. Uh, she came to Dr. Grin's. She was only there once. 
and uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I was not impressed with her as a comedian or as a person. I actually preferred her, the feature act, the feature act was uh, this woman named Marla Schultz. God knows why I remember this. But uh, I thought Marla was much, much funnier. Uh, again, Marla only had to do like 20 minutes because Chelsea's doing like an hour. And uh, I, I had to take Chelsea to do media and she was just not a very friendly person. She was not terribly communicative. No, I'm not gonna fucking lie. You know, I, you know I'm not a people person. But if it's just gonna be me and you for a couple hours, and we're gonna be in the car and whatever else, you have a little bit of a conversation, even if it's just dumb small talk. And Chelsea wanted none of it. And she also seemed more concerned about what was going on next week than what was going on now. And this was so long ago. This is when uh, cell phones first started becoming like a bigger thing. You know, this was before like smartphones and shit. Maybe like a Blackberry was around. She had some kind of phone. I guess it was. It must have been a Blackberry because she, her, she was fucking buried in it like the entire time she was not on stage she was on her fucking phone and i always remember apparently the following week she was going to like minneapolis and she kept talking about her agent and whatever about ticket sales and whatever this or that and uh, chelsea is very much a good businesswoman uh she had that show on e forever in a day she's had some specials She's written some books. Hey, God, it's me, Chelsea. I love vodka, or whatever the hell it's called. I, I've never found her funny. Too much of her shtick was just pop culture bullshit of just bashing the Kardashians and whatever. And uh, her show was very popular, and she had a ton of comics on. Most of the comics she had on I thought were pretty fucking worthless. And I always felt bad when someone that I actually liked was on the show. Because I was like, why are you on this fucking show? It's such a dumb show. A, a round table of fucking idiots talking about the Kardashians. Who gives a shit? But uh, Chelsea, I know you're not going to listen to me, but keep your clothes on. Fucking Christ, right? Stop being an exhibitionist and actually i'll throw it out at the media stop giving a shit about her stop giving a shit about her being a middle-aged woman and taking her clothes off whatever she's not in bad shape good for her but uh are there a lot of 46 year olds you want to see go skiing down the mountain without their clothes on chicks and or dudes probably not a ton Chelsea Handler would not be in my top 10 people. I want to see skiing down a mountain naked. That's for certain. What fucking whatever, Chelsea. God damn, Chelsea Handler. Speaking of comedy. Speaking of, speaking of comedy. Uh, the Laugh-Est lineup was announced today. How about that, everybody? Laugh-Est got fucked last year. Because the second uh, weekend got canceled because of the Rona. And uh, so this year, 
they're doing it all virtual, I guess. A lot of virtual shit. You can pay to watch people on your computer. And I'm not going to lie, I had zero interest in doing that. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to participate in any kind of way, and I said no. I, I just, I don't. Uh, Zoom shows I did not find to be terribly funny. Uh, comedy is meant to be done live, in, in person, in a small room. And so when you have a pandemic... Uh, comedy is dead. I don't understand Zoom shows. If, if you've watched them and you like them, great. I just don't want any part of it. Uh, and I can't lie, everybody. The, the lineup this year was very underwhelming for me. Um, Ron Funches, who I saw at LaughFest a couple of years ago, he, he is not for me. He's very nerdy pop culture kind of stuff uh, it's just not for me Tom Papa who you probably don't know he was the opening act for Seinfeld for a very long time uh, Michelle Wolf um, Justin Willman he's a magician slash comedian uh, yeah, none of this shit do I give a fuck about? You can get the premium all access content for 40 bucks. So if any of this shit interests you, uh, for 40 bucks, you can watch all of it. And um, again, I'm not going to lie. I, I'll just keep my 40 bucks. Thanks. Thanks, LaughFest. It's one of these things of like, uh, LaughFest has always said that they can't top themselves every year like it becomes impossible and I 100% agree with that but it just seems the last several years I'm like you're not even fucking trying anymore huh are you even fucking trying and again this year is a weird year clearly because of the pandemic and everything's got to be virtual but it's just odd there's not, I mean, is there a name on this lineup that, that pops out at you of like, oh, fuck. For me, who would that be? It would be, forget, again, for me, it would be like Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. It'd be someone of that type name. Even if it was like Ron White, something, someone big. Nothing against, you know, Funches, Papa, Michelle Wolf, Justin Willman, any of these guys, but just none of them, none of them pop out to me. The only good thing about this virtual shit is that uh, people who do not live in the Grand Rapids area can uh, partake in it. Someone living in San Diego, California can watch. Someone living in Boston, Massachusetts can watch. So, uh, so there you go. Maybe there will be something else. Like, apparently, uh, Adam Deggy is going to take cooking classes from Chef Jenna. Lord knows what that will be like, but, uh, you know, whatever. If you guys care, uh, go check out laughsgr.org. Uh, if any of that stuff interests you, and you can find out more about the festival, you can find out more about Gilda's Club. I mean, that is the one good thing about the festival, everybody, is that the money goes towards Gilda's Club. 
of Grand Rapids. And for those who are unaware, Gilda's Club helps people deal with grief and loss issues concerning cancer, and they provide all of their services for free. So they rely on your donations. So uh, if you want to see any of that shit, 40 bucks, I guess it's a stale. But uh, I'm out. I'm out, bitches. I'm out, motherfucker. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. I don't know if this will be the last thing I talk about here or not. It's uh, I, I've been liking to do my little bit of stuff on the Florida people. Florida man, Florida man. Weird shit happens in Florida. I don't know if it's the heat. I don't know if it's the uh, the lack of laws. I don't think they have laws in Florida, do they? You do whatever the fuck you want in Florida, I believe. So weird shit's always in the news. This happened outside of Tampa. Pembroke Pines. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, there was a man, he was going around door to door. He had a Bible with him. So like, ah, fuck a Jehovah. Ah, uh, this motherfucker Jehovah, don't answer the door. Uh, he was not a Jehovah, at least I don't believe he was a Jehovah, because he was going around knocking on people's doors, holding the Bible, while he was totally butt naked. So he might have been fucking uh, holding his cock as well. Who knows? I got the Bible in one hand and my cock in the other. And uh, if you listen real closely, you can hear my, me fart. <laughs> but he's going around doing it, and people called the cops on him. Good, you don't want some fucking asshole knocking on your doors, fucking with a Bible and the cock. But uh, something, something else happened. Uh, someone shot the motherfucker. Because <laughs> that's what happens, man. You see a naked man, you gotta shoot him. Clearly this person is insane, so you need to shoot them. And someone did. So uh, the naked uh, Bible thumper uh, was taken to the hospital in critical condition. Uh, the man who did it, he called police and he said, hey, I just wanna, I'll surrender. I got no problem, this guy, he was naked though. You can't convict me because he was naked and he deserved to be shot. He needed to be shot in his dick. <laughs> so uh, there we go. So I am curious, though, as to uh, what kind of holy man he was and uh, what he was proselytizing. I wonder what his favorite psalm was. If you're a naked dude walking around with the Bible, what's your favorite psalm? I'm not a religious person, so I don't know. Just weird. I don't know what I would do if I, if there was a naked man who came to my door. I guess I would be more fearful of, okay, clearly this dude is a lunatic. Is he going to try to want to come into my house? And then he comes into my house, and then I can shoot him. <laughs> Actually, I don't think he'd want in the house because my wean dog... Wean dog would just go nuts. She would just bark her head off at him. She wouldn't try to bite him. She would just bark and bark and bark and bark and bark and bark. And then maybe fart. Bark and bark and bark and bark and fart. Just crazy. Would you would you want to talk to a naked guy holding the Bible? I don't think it's good. 
This is my last story. This happened in uh, Long Island, New York. These motherfuckers out there, what the fuck are they doing? There's a guy working at a, a cemetery. How how do you get employed at a cemetery? Like, what are you what are you doing? Is it all just kind of like landscaping? I'm assuming mowing lawns, clearing driveways. Right? I mean, there can't be a whole lot more to it than that. Occasionally digging the ditches, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. This 42-year-old man, God, this cannot be his real name, but apparently it is. His name is Rodwin Ellicock. <laughs> hey, it's Rod Ellicock. 42 years old of Corum, New York. Uh, he was building a grave. He was digging it, I guess. He's working at the bottom of a grave at Washington Memorial Park on Canal Road in Mount Sinai. When the grave collapsed on him, holy fuck, is there anything more awful and scary than that? Almost as awful and scary as a naked dude holding a Bible knocking at your door. But this guy got trapped. His coworkers tried to dig him out. They were unsuccessful. He was pronounced dead at the scene, so he, they just left him there. <laughs> hey, free gravesite. All right. Or do you got to dig him out and now it's a used gravesite? Do you get like at a half price? Like, ah, oh, yeah, someone died in your gravesite here. Uh, we'll sell it to you for half price. Sold. But I can't imagine. Do you think his coworkers liked him? I mean, you're thinking, oh my God, if, I can, if your coworkers liked you, they would have been able to get you out. Like, they got to have like a backhoe there, right? I mean, they're not digging. They said it was seven feet deep. You're not digging a seven feet deep gravesite with shovels. I'll tell you that. So uh, an investigation is ongoing for Rodwin Alleycock's death. What an awful fucking way to go. All right, everybody, that's it. Snake farts. What did we learn today? Snake farts. Uh, naked dudes deserve to be shot. Chelsea Handler needs to keep her clothes on. Laugh Fest this year is meh. Meh. And uh, Mr. Potato Head needs to be kept Mr. Potato Head. So that's it. Interesting, interesting podcast today. If you guys can do me a favor, though, I want you to do a couple things. First off, I want you to go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam House and Stephanie Booms. The two of them, they talk about coleslaw. They're big fans. They're coleslots. <laughs> coleslots is what they call themselves. They love it. So what they do is uh, they get some coleslaw and then they uh, videotape themselves. Videotape. They record themselves on Facebook. And uh, they give you the yay or the nay on coleslaw. It's, it's pretty good. So go check out the Sunday Slaw. Hit the like button on Facebook. Give them some recommendations on places to go eat some coleslaw. They live on the east side of Michigan near Detroit. Let them know and then maybe they can... Uh, hook themselves up with some good old coleslaw the sunday slaw stay on facebook and go check out blissful cravings crafts and gifts what that lady over there does what she does 
Is, uh, she'll make you some baked goods. She made the old uh, Choco Bombs for Jamie and I. That was great. She's made us some fudge brownies, which were phenomenal. And then she can make some crafts, too. She can do fucking uh, face masks, coasters, coffee mugs. She can probably do more stuff. Just get a hold of her at Blissful Cravings Crafts and Gifts, all on Facebook. So go do that. Those two things are on Facebook. Facebook only. Then, then, check out Colby's River Retreat. Cabin rental place in Tylertown, Mississippi. Sadly, it's currently closed. It sucks. The weather's starting to turn, though. It's turning nice. I think I heard rumors that it might get up to like 50 degrees here uh, in Grand Rapids within the next couple days. That's amazing. But uh, go check out Colby's River Retreat on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or, they are not on Twitter. They got a website, though. And uh, you can find out when they reopen, because when they do reopen, you and four of your good buddies can go down to Tylertown, Mississippi, tubing, hiking, uh, listening for snake farts, maybe taking off all your clothes and thumping Bibles. They're probably cool with that in Tylertown. They'd probably be conflicted. To me, it seems like it's probably a Bible-thumping place, so they would love that. But then they'd be conflicted about the nudity. They'd be like, ah, oh God, he's got the Bible in one hand and he's got his cock in the other. What am I supposed to do? But go check out Colby's River Retreat, please. And then last but not least, I want you to listen to the podcast, another episode podcast. That's Matt Harper and Mandy Elaine. The two of them, they get together every week and they talk about movies that shape their childhood dropping new episodes every Wednesday. So yesterday, the podcast was about uh, the classic Ben Stiller movie. Uh, there's something about Mary. I love that fucking movie. It was streaming on Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime. But uh, next Wednesday, uh, they'll be talking about the movie Real Genius with comedian legend Randy Edelman. How about that? Good old Randy Edelman. A.K.A. Brian Atkinson. Just kidding. That's not Randy Edelman. Randy Edelman is Brian Aldridge. Brian Atkinson is someone completely different. I lost my fucking mind there for a second. But anyway, I've never seen the movie Real Genius. I couldn't even tell you what it's about. I don't even know. So I'll have to tune in on Wednesday. You can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They are on Twitter. So if you can do those four things, that would be awesome. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing to the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. Uh, apparently five bucks is half a McDonald's value meal. <laughs> Probably one Starbucks coffee. Couple, couple candy bars. Couple sodas. So instead of getting all those things, you give me five bucks instead. The pot, the Patreon is this. It's the same. You just get more because I do it every day of the week. Mondays and Thursdays are free. Every other day is the Patreon. Some days I take off just because I need a day off. But, uh, but there we go. That's it, everybody. You guys were great. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. Yada, yada, yada. Snake farts.